Welcome, Welcome to Las Chicas del Pod. This is a podcast where we get together and discuss current topics, things that we want to talk about that we're currently experiencing, and anything that you guys want to bring to us that I think will help other people. My name is Samantha, aka Mexican Chunli. I'm Amy D. And I'm Marimar. Today's topic is actually a very deep one. And if you don't feel like you're in the, you know, headspace to hear some heavy topics that, you know, might discuss today, uh, you guys can go ahead and join us on a different episode. But it's actually a very productive topic. And I think something that we can all relate to, especially as Latina women. And the topic of today is (gasps) drum roll, Uh, generational trauma. Yes, okay. Heavy. Let me sit back. Uh huh. (laughs) Se va a poner intenso. We're on episode three, girl. You finna do that like to us? Ah, pues es que you know we said we were gonna mix it up. Yep. You know a little bit everything. I'm not mad at it. Yeah. But But if I start crying, don't get at me. Last we week, got tissues. You got my shoulder. <laughs> last week we did a little bit more light topic. It was like a little bit of a mix, right? Yeah. A little fun, yeah, yeah. fun, right? Yeah, no. Let's get into it. Let's, let's go. Do it. Yeah, but uh, personally, like I brought this topic to the table because I think that it's something very important in our community because I believe that coming from a different country, my family coming from Mexico, and just not having the access or the knowledge that we needed to have to kind of address things that we might have experienced, uh, personal things that have happened to us, or things that we might have even inflicted on others, that in the future is when you realize, okay, this is not right, or that was something bad that happened to me, you know, repressed memories, all kind of stuff like that. And just kind of educating our community in actually seeking help or being able to find tools that work for you, like good um, places that you can go or things that you can do that are going to contribute positively into your life instead of maybe turning to substances or, you know, bad patterns that you continue to Happens. So generational trauma is when you experience things uh, like and you establish a family and, you know, these negative things that we go through, we keep repeating them over and over again. And, you know, as a person that is barely becoming aware about these topics in the last, you know, five years or so. It kind of hits you like un balde de agua fría because you're like, wait, what? Like, so not everybody goes through this or this isn't appropriate or this isn't something that, you know, other people go through that have, you know, more resources or that have more education. You know what I mean? Or this has been going on going on since when? Yes, exactly. And And it's gotten to me now. Mm hmm. So I think it's really important to learn about generational trauma and reflect on how it might be impacting your family and your lineage because you can be the one to just be like, hasta aquí llegó. It is not going further down than me. My children, my nephews, my nieces, my cousins, everybody else is not going to experience it. And I'm not going to sit around and let people continue to do the same shit over and over again. It's just it's not right. So uh, I just have an open-ended question for my ladies here uh, where I just wanted to know what if you guys have experienced generational trauma or what you think about generational trauma if you're not comfortable sharing. I think it's tough, 100%. I think the first obstacle is acknowledging it, um, not just learning about it, but actually breaking 
the cycle because mm-hmm. we're not going nowhere if I sit here and I understand and I feel bad para la tía Patty. You know what I mean? Like you have Dad, to I have a tía Patty. This is not Not about, about you. you. <laughs> no, we love you. La tía Patty no. I'm like this is not about you. Do Go I know ahead. her? No. Yes. I know tía no. Um no, I'm just I just made that example cuz I don't want to put no one. It's just saying la tía yeah. fulana, right? Um it's not just understanding and fe- feeling bad and like sympathizing with them. It's more like, all right, let's learn and let me see where to stop. Because unfortunately we were raised and I could speak about myself where you see things as far as like cheating was condoned mm-hmm. as far as like somebody essayed somebody. It's like, keep it in the family. Don't say nothing. Um, things as like the women are the ones supposed to cook and provide uh, something simple, something as little as that, but something as big as, you know what we brought it up in the last episode something along the lines where it's like forcing your child to do something that they don't want to do mm-hmm. and not realizing you're instilling something bad in them yeah right so i definitely love this topic and it's something that i've been open to speaking on on my personal channel um and you guys know about it and a lot of you guys who have followed me for a while know about it i still get comments on that video where I talked about my abuser and I talked about basically what happened to me uh, when I was just eight years old. And thankfully, you know, with the help of therapy, I was able to heal from that. But literally your whole introduction today, it was literally like, yeah, that was all me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and when I found out how far deep it went into the family and how many generations ago it started it was something that i just couldn't believe and i literally was like it stops here it stops with me and unfortunately and i can you know i'm very open about this stuff because even then i wanted to be open about it and share it because there's always that one person and to me if only one person can benefit from this that one person is enough to save Mm -hmm. right and so um i had a lot of backlash from my family sharing that and not my immediate family you know like not my parents um a little bit but i had more backlash from my actual family as to hey like you're opening up a can of worms like you need to delete that video like you don't know what you're doing i never shared who the person was i never shared or told any of the people that asked me who it was um and i still won't because i had already forgave that person and i understood where we both were and i understood whatever it was and i'm sure still a lot of people don't even have the idea of who it could potentially be because there's you know we have that like one or two people in our family that it's like it's for sure them and it's like no girl it is not them but that's okay yeah exactly you know um but yeah unfortunately in my family it definitely happened and it's it's sad you know how deep it goes and how silent everybody gets and how silent everybody has stayed and i can see it sometimes in the people that it has happened to that i've learned that it has happened to how it still affects them to this day and how ashamed they still are because of something that happened to them and because they're unhealed they're unable to talk about it and they just want to keep it in closed doors Mm -hmm. instead of trying to heal that trauma that has been haunting them their whole life and becoming free and being able to help you know those generations coming after 
So it for sure has happened to me. It for sure has, you know, changed a lot of things in the way that, you know, I've grown up. But um, I can definitely say that with the help of God in therapy, I have overcome that. And I mm, am amen. so much better, not because it happened to me, but because I healed from it, you know? Yeah. So definitely. Do you, do you have anything in your family that... Well, uh, I just wanted to kind of relate it to sometimes, you know, generational trauma could be like one exact thing, mm -hmm. uh, which, you know, it could be like some domestic abuse and mm -hmm. whatever the case is. But for me, I feel like with my family, it's been like multiple forms of abuse mm -hmm. that have just kept trickling down to where, you know, it's kind of like a gateway into one person becoming an abuser and then the next the person they abuse becomes an abuser as mm -hmm. well and so i've seen that and i've also seen to where i've even brought up things that have happened to me to my mom like in the past and you know just kind of feeling a little bit shrugged off and maybe not For even sure. supported in that way and maybe not even like oh really like that you know that was a long time ago but let me like you know communicate with this person and be like hey like what you did was not right you know mm -hmm. and that's where i just kind of feel like no like when and if i have children i definitely will believe them and i definitely will step up and be a parent and be an adult and confront the person that i feel has wronged my child canceladissimo you know i do not want it to occur right. but i definitely don't want my son or daughter to feel like i wasn't supportive or like i wasn't receptive to what they were trying to tell me that they felt was a wrong action against them for sure and i feel that also goes along with what uh, marimar said which is like if your child does not want to say hi to somebody hug somebody like show affection in any way to, you know, another person, and it could be a man or a woman, they don't have to, you know, and that is us as a, a more aware parents or more aware adults than maybe our parents were at the time to be like, no, you don't have to, you know, and it's not because I'm teaching you to not have manners or I'm teaching you to be mean or none of that, but it's, I am going to respect your own boundaries and I'm going to teach you that others have to respect them as well. Mm -hmm. So for sure. Um, I, it's so funny because it doesn't even have to go as deep as abuse, right? It can even, I feel like generational, maybe, I don't know if it's trauma, but generational, um, like patterns. The, the patterns. Yeah. Like, you know, I feel like in the family that I grew up where I, when I grew up in Mexico and everybody who I was around, there's a lot of, you know, I don't, Cla like classism or classes materialist yeah um, like very much of i'm doing this so that other people can see it and you know more of i care what others think of me more than my mm. own values and all of that stuff you know that i have fought to get away from my whole entire life you mm. know and not too long ago i actually had a conversation with my mom about that where mm. i'm like my whole childhood everybody always cared you know what others thought of them and i've always stood hard on i can give two craps about what anybody thinks of me because they do not do anything for me no. and most times 
people are living their life based on what somebody else has, what somebody else would want, or to look better than the next person instead of living their life to be happy and accepting themselves as they are. So I feel like that's also a super important point to teach your kids, you know? I don't know. I mean, what do you guys think? As far as what you're saying, well, 100%, I think we all agree on the same topic, right? No, uh, I, yeah, I definitely agree with the fact that it doesn't necessarily have to be abuse. Right. That is, like, um, repeated, you know what I mean? It could be as simple as communication. Yeah, and, and that, you know, in me reaching out to my mom about something that bothered me, because she's not used to confronting people or because she's never dealt with that topic she probably just felt intimidated by it and just mm -hmm. tried to you know kind of smooth things over with me right. instead of like actually taking action which is definitely not the route that i personally take when it comes to things of that nature you know but it's also because like my mom for example her family they come from you know a very hard upbringing to where she witnessed domestic violence from her parents so anything that isn't physical abuse to her is you know You're okay yeah. yeah right it's okay right but that's not the case you know right. and i now that i have educated myself and have learned more about these topics I'm able to kind of give my mom advice every so often, obviously mm -hmm. within like boundaries being set and not necessarily knowing the ins and outs of her relationship with my dad, but just being able to kind of, you know, guide her and lead her into communicating more effectively and setting her boundaries with him. And, you know, in turn, my dad is also, he comes from not having a father, never meeting his father and that's a whole other can of worms right. you know another which trauma. that's another topic right. you know that we need to discuss because it's 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 very rampant in certain communities and i think it really molded him and turned and you know a lot of things that happened in his life could have been avoided had he had that guidance had he had that stuff you know so right. in choosing a partner that doesn't have guidance in his upbringing and that doesn't really necessarily know about these things you know, you also don't know. And so it's like the blind leading the blind. <laughs> yeah. And then being raised by the blind leading the blind, although super responsible, super kind to me, like never did anything, you know, out of line. But it's just like, okay, where was I going to learn these things from? For sure. And I mean, you've taken the responsibility for yourself to, you know, find out this information and to know better for you and the generations to come. Yeah. Right. So this is where we are aware and we're like, hey, this is it. This is as far as this goes. This is as far as I'm allowing it to go. It already hit me. It's not hitting my children. It's mm -hmm. not hitting their children, you know, and you stand up even in front of because i'm sure your mom or your dad has had some pushback you know on certain things that you've even tried to speak Communicate, to them about mm -hmm. for sure and so it's the same way with me you know anytime i set a boundary or anytime they're not used to that they didn't grow up like that mm -hmm. they had to do as they were told because that's just what it was if not they would get a whooping if not they would you know they had 10 other children to, to take care of like it was times were definitely different but when it comes to the mental health and psychological factor, honestly, I feel like we are so blessed that it's talked about a lot more than it ever was. 
Oh, for sure. You know, because we are able to learn not just for ourselves, but also be able to teach those around us and also, you know, make sure that we understand like it ends here, period. Like there's nothing else for it, you know? I want to know for both of you guys a question because I'm interested um, Mm -hmm. because I can't remember, but do you guys remember to the point where you decided to want to learn and to understand what it was to break a cycle? Mm -hmm. I think what sparked my interest was definitely the internet. Mm -hmm. And another thing that I have that got me like more familiar with it was actually like connecting with people who were also learning about these things at the same time as me, which Amy was one of those people. And also, um, even, even though you're not a a believer, okay. (laughs) Believer. That means like a God believer. (laughs) No, 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 no. no. We're talking talking about um, astrology because let me just say, because in, in astrology or in, you know, that community, you are, like that the number one thing that you are invited to do is to learn about yourself. And mm-hmm. as you start to uncover more about yourself, of course it's going to uncover things that you've experienced and things that you know about. And then you just keep getting more into the books and you get into, you know, I'm talking about like the self healing and all that other stuff. Yeah. And then you kind of, I don't know about you guys, but uh, my family, a lot of, the things are either not discussed mm-hmm. on, because they're not aware or because they want to keep it low key. Turn right. a blind eye. Right. So the fact that they keep these things from me does not keep me from experiencing them or does not keep me from repeating those cycles. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's the most toxic part of it is not just like put it out in the open. Right. And talk about it because like, do you guys really want that to be like my future or do you want me to continue to experience these bad things because you're just uncomfortable? You don't want to be uncomfortable. I so, think a lot of that. Sorry. Go ahead. I uh, what I was going to say or what I am going to say is that I think most of the time it's not that they're consciously saying that, hey, I am trying for you not to heal yourself from this. It's just that they're not even aware that this is something that's going to continue on until somebody stops it. You stole my point. Somebody said, this is (laughs) it, you know, and um, to answer your question, and unless you have another thought regarding that, um, basically to answer your question, um, I personally, I don't remember the exact thought or exactly what happened, but I mean, I don't know, four years ago when I decided to make that video, first of all, before the video came, thoughts started coming back into my mind as to what had happened. And I started to feel a lot of shame towards that. Right. And I didn't know what to do. And I was in a very desperate mental situation where I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know who to talk to to about this like my mom had no idea my parents never knew I just never opened it up because now being this old it's like well for what what's the point of even saying anything now right um I already know this person's not doing anything to anybody else um because I also understood that he was abused I also understood again the abuse becomes the abuser and at the time you know i'm not going to get into very much detail because people will try to figure out puzzles and things of such but yeah but basically um it was just something that was haunting me it was something that i was like you know what i need to 
figure this out and I need to figure it out for myself. I literally prayed and I was like, I, I need help. You know, I need help and I need, um, I need to seek a therapist. And, and, and those thoughts were what pushed me to go to therapy. And eventually that was literally like my first interaction with my therapist where it was like, well, like what brought you here? This is what brought me here. And I feel so much shame and I feel, you know, like I don't know how to get past it. I don't know what to do. I think I'm a horrible person. Like, why did this happen to me? And I don't want this to happen to anybody else coming along. And that's basically how, you know, I decided to start sharing. I was, I already had a YouTube channel. I was already healing from that. And I was like, there's somebody out there who's going through the exact same thing that I'm going through. And that video was not a monetized video. And that video, I got so much like overwhelming responses from people that were also abused. Mm -hmm. And a lot of things also happened to them and they share their stories and they were so grateful for me you know, sharing my story. And I was like, thank you, God, you know, because I'm here doing your works, you know, through like you're using Speaking me through as you, a yeah. vessel. Yeah. yeah. And thank you for that, you okay. know. So yeah. definitely. What yeah. about you? Has <laughs> Man, I'm quite listening to this. And even though I've heard some of them from both you guys, when we have our personal conversations, I feel like the number one thing that always pops into my head is um, physical abuse, right? Mm hmm. And like you guys said, it cycles back from parents to parents. And unfortunately, um, my parents were like, como se dice? they were the generation of like 13, 15 kids, right? Mm -hmm. Y o sea, they didn't have a big family porque querían familia, querían amor y amistad. Era porque querían trabajadores for free. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Child labor. Crazy, right. For sure. And you know what that came, you're here for one thing, mm -hmm. sa, 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 you know? So then our parents grow up and it's like, you're sa, here for one thing. <laughs> right so i was raised a certain way um and i remember like my sister's driving kids young and at like 12 13 i was taking care of kids uh from that age and i would see my niece or nephew talk back or slam a door and i'm like oh my mom would have slapped the out yeah. of me you know yeah. so i remember telling my sister one time like bro me very like i'm a smart parent you know no <laughs> kids guys you're 12 right and i was just like if I were you, I'd and send him to the room. And she literally like ignored me and she went on to talk to them. I'm over here laughing like, what are you doing? Like talking to them? Eso no va a ser nada. They're going to continue. And she mm -hmm. literally came and I was sitting down and she was like, um, I forgot how she explained it to me, but it made me realize my train of thought was wrong. You know, because she sat to me and she was just like, hey, listen, like my mom hit you and look at how you ended up right you know like dead <laughs> look at how you ended no, up no in the sense of like did you continue doing that right. maldad you know what i mean and i was just like oh shit like you're right she's like you talk to them so they could understand and there's a like i'm coming to your level let me talk to you let me let you feel like you're a person and i'm not you know authority over you again you know you're setting that boundary and even though they're kids they end up learning the more you talk to them so that's when i realized the power of communication mm -hmm. the power of not just reacting over an emotion because yeah even though they might have spilled the red drink on the white cover or like the couch where they weren't supposed to, and they were told to me you get fierce and it's like chingatelo but then it's like no you talk mm -hmm. to them because it shows them that words. Because if you start just laying your hands, they're going to think it's okay. Yeah. And growing up, it's like, oh, that was okay. Me lo merecí. You know, tengo miedo, pero me, me lo merezco. And as you get older, you're like, oh, fuck, I don't want to do that. So that was the first time me witnessing something where I'm like, that's breaking the cycle. Yeah. Because me mentally, I was like, 
I was a horrible babysitter at 12 and 13. <laughs> but I was always like the fear of the cinto. The fear, yeah. You know, you guys, we find the, the memes like we're so desensitized where we're like, we find it funny. La chancla, el cinto. Mm-hmm. But no, that was some real shit where yep. it was like some true beatings. Traeme el cinto yeah. y era cinto de piel. Cinto. Slapped in the face. Yup. Yup. It's all over your body. Damn. Well, I experienced. Yeah, I mean it's trauma. I was a little smart ass kid though, but for sure, it's the dark humor coming out where we're laughing about it, you know. But I think it's things like that where that was the first thing. And I remember I was young and I was just like, wow. Like to me, I was like, wow, my blood. I never had a an adult talk to me and for me to mm-hmm. understand it because when you're being talked to and you're an equal versus. Soy la que mando, vas a right. hacer esto porque yo digo era diferente. And to me, I was like, I felt seen, I felt heard, and I was just like, wow. So I always go back to that because I aspire to be that. And I see my sister, how she, day after day, she goes through barriers. And I'm just like, she was obviously the first person I, I saw in, you know, um, working or like stay at home mom, whatever it is. I was like, wow, it's a job. Wow, it's hard. Being a mom is no joke. And to me, I've always wanted a huge family. And now I'm like, you know it's it's a lot of work so yeah i think it's crazy that's how far back i could date it but that's something that always comes to mind for me yeah i think it's definitely a lot of work and it's also catching yourself Mm -hmm. right because i'm sure your sister still has things that she has to work on and when you're you know none of us have children but Mm when you are raising children sometimes you do want to react sometimes you do want to we're human slap a you know sometimes you want to react and be like oh like but you mm-hmm. but you have to control yourself if you need to take a time where you take it but it's in any relationship right then you come back and then you have that real grown-up conversation and try to you know be understanding but definitely with your children you know you're teaching them something different dude and you know what's even crazier you see Let's just say example, right? There's a parent that communicates and then the parent that goes through, I'm going to yell at you and you're going to do what I say. Mm-hmm. So they're scared both ways, but one one is respected more. And I think it's crazy because I've seen it live where it's like the moment the nice one, the communicative parent gets stern, it's like, they're like, oh shit. It looks yeah. like, que miraron un diablo, I don't know, a ghost where they're like super serious versus el griton papa o la mamá gritona mm-hmm. where they're just like, Oh, they're just going to hit me. That's it. But the other one, it's crazy to see like the the reactions. Yeah. Yeah, And to me, I'm just like, I aspire to be that badass mom because like you said, (laughs) I still got the East LA in me and I fight it daily (laughs) and it's the demons coming out, but we got to heal them. And I think we're only human for it to like still be a thought for it to be a past, a past time. Is that the right thing? Doubling back thought, uh, doubling back onto what you were saying, Marimar, about coming from like, 10 children families uh my grandma she had 14 kids and uh basically they the kids grew up to a certain age probably like eight or nine and they would work at a rest their restaurant the family restaurant right so she was pop she was basically pregnant for like 14 14 years of her life back to back to back to back right so as a child you're just like wow i have so many aunts and uncles then you come to this country and you're like wait other people do not have that many aunts and uncles like i have like okay this is kind of weird right Mm -hmm. but then furthermore you're like wow so my my grandparents were having kids and they were having the kids raise the kids Mm -hmm. and when you have kids raising kids how do you expect you know even the next generation which is me to be taught you know just the regular like 
you know, good things about life from people who didn't get that from their parents either. Well, look, now I'm connecting. If you think about mm -hmm. it, my older sister, when she started having kids, back-to-back -back championships and stuff, <laughs> she had me at 12, 13, taking care of her kids. And it was like a full shift. Yeah. And I wasn't paid. And But it's because she was like, in a sense, like I always saw her as my second mom. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you, and I think it's crazy. I need to get back paid if you're out there. <laughs> no, but I think, yeah, that's crazy to me. Um, you know, and I feel like a lot of our aunts and uncles. HR. I'm just kidding. <laughs> les, falta, les falta el amor y cariño. And I think it's crazy to see how some of them recognize it. Crazy. Because, you know, how people say stubborn and at a certain point, they yeah. no longer grow. Um, it's crazy to see it, but they do nothing about it. That's because it's a choice honestly it's a choice and healing trauma even for just yourself obviously there's so much more that comes behind that from family but it takes courage anyways you guys this has been a very very heavy topic for all of us i appreciate all of you guys sharing everything that you have shared do you guys have any closing thoughts on this i actually i have a closing thought about this and it's actually basically if you find that in the past you have experienced something and maybe your family members or immediate people around you, they kind of don't either don't believe you or they don't have the capacity to understand it or they just can't provide you with the closure that you need. Um, your feelings are definitely valid. Uh, you don't have to go with the crowd. You don't have to accept the same things that other people have accepted in their lives. And you are more than welcome to seek help and figure those things out on your own because a lot of times the people around us, they might not have that understanding. And it doesn't mean that your experience is not valid. And, you know, sometimes you don't remember. Sometimes, you know, things are a little bit foggy, but it's definitely worth exploring and it's definitely worth healing through because you just know that you'll you'll just like work at like your fullest capacity as opposed to being limited because you have all this baggage that you're carrying with yourself about the past you know what i mean right and to kind of piggyback off what you're saying um i feel like a lot of things are easier said than done as far as like getting help when people like uh i like to say like hey get therapy you know um i think it benefits everybody no matter what you're going through but i feel like if you don't know where to start and you're afraid because you're the only one in your family and you're afraid to speak to a friend i would start off by journaling mm -hmm. release it all out let it out um i think change is beautiful and i think it's worth noting because you're not only going to grow individually but it's going to benefit you. It's going to benefit your future kids. It's going to benefit your future in general. Yeah. Breaking generational trauma, breaking cycles. Let's go. And yeah, we're super grateful with you guys for joining us and definitely subscribe if you vibe with us and comment down below. Maybe any of the things that you might have experienced or generational trauma that you have observed in your families. And I feel like we can all kind of desahogarnos and just talk amongst our little community that I believe that we should be forming by now. And yep. we're just so grateful that you guys are here with us today. Y los vemos a la próxima semana. Yes. Bye, you guys. Bye. Thank you so much. See ya.